The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hello, welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Training camp is officially behind us, but the regular season is still on the way. The Chiefs have to wrap up the preseason first this Saturday against the Cleveland Browns. On Monday, we heard from head coach Andy Reid, wide receiver Rasheed Rice, defensive end Felix Anadike Uzama, and defensive lineman Danny Shelton. We'll go in that order, starting with Andy Reid, followed by Rasheed Rice. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with FAU and Danny Shelton. Here's head coach Andy Reid. Uh, Matt Dickerson, as far as the injuries go, has a turf toe. Um, other than that, it's the same guys. I mean, there's nothing new really to, to give you. Um, had a good practice today. It was nice and cool today. And uh, we went in our, our indoor complex with no air conditioning. <laughs> so that has no air conditioning. But anyways, it was good, uh, good work to get. Um, and you know we didn't have a ton of warm weather up at uh, in St. Joe, so this gives us a chance this week to get a little bit of uh, uh, warmth in the uh, you know in practice. Tomorrow we'll go early in the morning and uh, get our work done. Then you'll get that. Ted will give you that times uh, as we go. Uh, again, uh, from the game standpoint, there are some good things. Um, and at the same time, plenty of things that we, we can work on. Uh, wasn't sure how, how the game would play itself out um, with getting the threes some work, but we were able to get them in, and uh, which is great for evaluation purposes, and still uh, give the ones and twos some good some good reps there. Anyways, time's yours. Any, any chance for Jacko to play against Cleveland, or are you gonna? Uh, there's a chance, yeah. There's a chance. We just got he's got to be cleared and all that. Mm-hmm. Is that a positive step? That's a right, positive step. In the right direction, so yeah. that'll maintain. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as long as nothing happened today. <laughs> right? We haven't seen uh, Tershawn out there for a little while. Um, is it, has, did he have a setback with the knee? Or is there... Knee swelled up a little bit, uh, but he's he's feeling good good now. So. And then uh, secondly, uh, you know, we obviously saw Shane come in the game first the other day and then, then Blaine. Um, any change in the depth chart there? I mean, you still expect to get those two are real close. I mean, they're real close in there, so they're competing, and we just let it play out here. You know, see how it goes. But 
It's good competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, these next couple of days, I think you probably got to take care of that. But uh, yeah, I think it cools down a little bit. But I think you're looking at 89 or something of that sort. So it'll be warm. We just keep our rotation going. We're gonna have that in Jacksonville, and you know, possibly our night game against the Lions. So but Jacksonville's a, a noon game. So you gotta be, you know, ready for a hot one there too. Did you have you the back end of your wide receiver competition right now to make this roster? Um, uh, running back, uh, wide receiver. Wide receiver, the back end of who's going to make the roster? Yeah, well, I don't know that yet. I mean, they're they're competing like crazy. Uh, you keep six or seven of those guys, so that six and seven spot is going to be, you know, a pretty good battle. But we'll see how it all winds down there, you know, as it, as we go. But it, but it's it's open. It's wide open for those spots. Yeah, listen, he's familiar with the offense. Um, he kind of knows how we do things. Uh, he's, um, I think he's got a pretty good feel for the game, just in general. So you, know, you can see the improvement that he's made from last year with, with his accuracy, throws, uh, choices on his throws. Um, he's had a chance to look at these coverages and blitzes that these coordinators throw at you. So. <clears throat> you know, he's got got that part of it, too. Andy, any chance uh, Tony comes back to practice anytime soon? Uh, we'll see. Um, probably not tomorrow. We good? All right. Thank Great. You. Thank yep, you. good. All right, guys, go for it. How y'all doing? Variety of ways they used you, got, used you in that last game, and kind of how you're handling doing so many different things for the offense. Uh, yes, <clears throat> I think coach has a great way of putting the players. You know, he kind of he's been doing it for so long that he knows exactly where a player can fit in his offense because it's been you know the same offense for a long time. So wherever coach can put me <clears throat> to where I can contribute and be a playmaker, I'm gonna go go to that spot. I think you even blocked an edge rusher one time. Yeah, uh, can you take me to that one. Um. Yeah, so in practice, you know, we were working that a lot. Uh, I watched a couple clips of the tight ends doing it last year, and my goal was to not let that big DN, you know, get to the quarterback, and I accomplished my goal on that play. So I was very confident on that one. After the game, back, did it kind of remind you of the way that they used to use Sammy Watkins? Just what do you think of that comparison? Do you, do you see that as well? Uh, you said Pat said it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pat said it, yeah. <laughs> How did, how did you uh, stay focused after that first the, the drop? Mm -hmm. uh, well, I mean, first off, I had, you know, the veterans to make sure that I wasn't getting down on myself. They kind of could see me, <clears throat> like, if I get on the sideline, I'll, they just, I'll just be staring straight, and they'll be like, you know, next play, uh, you got a lot more game to play. And uh, I got, you know, a teammate on the team that always tell me to seize the moment, and I feel like I'm in a great position right now. So I just cleared the next play and know that I had a lot more game to play. Whether it's Sammy Watkins or somebody else, is there an NFL wide receiver you sort of compare your, you feel like your style of play is, is similar to? Uh, I used to try to compare my game at the DeAndre Hopkins. That was my favorite wide receiver for a long time. And then I got to the same level as him, so I just kind of got to work on myself and see how I become. How was it today?
it was hot. Uh, <laughs> it was real hot in the indoor. Uh, we got through practice. We finished practice. I think we got some things done. We're about to get at on film. From your first day of training camp, Rashid, to now, where do you feel like you've grown the most or where do you feel like your confidence has, has maybe grown? Um, being able to <clears throat> go against a great defense every day in practice has helped. Uh, we've got some aggressive corners, uh, really good corners, actually. So just being able to go against them and being able to finally go against another team, uh, just kind of build my confidence so that I can compete against any other team out there. Who are those corners <clears throat> you think of? Uh, Trent, Snead. Uh, we got Nick Jones. He's a rookie. I mean, I ain't going to lie. We're pretty deep. We got Josh, uh, Boodle. Like, our secondary is really good. I wouldn't have asked you before, but at this point, you know, now through two games, where are you at with the playbook? Do you feel uh, yeah, I feel really comfortable. Uh, you can never know the playbook too much with Coach Reed. Uh, the more <clears throat> positions you know on the field, the more you'll be on the field. So I just feel like as much as I'm in the playbook, uh, when I'm here or when I'm at home, it's going to help me contribute to the offense. What, what do you think of the receivers competing for a spot with you out there from those guys? Uh, I think that we have great competition in the wide receiver room. Um, you know, certain guys, you know, help me and – it's not necessarily certain guys not helping me, but it's certain guys that <clears throat> have are in the same position as me trying to learn offense. So it's either I'm learning from the vets or I'm learning with younger or with people trying to learn their offense, and we're also all doing that at the same time together. Couple more. You modeling yourself after DeAndre Hopkins. How do you feel like that you are already you know like him in ways, and how do you want to become more like him? Um, <clears throat> so. I feel like I'm a little bit, I can compare myself to him as far as being aggressive to the ball and being a playmaker once the ball's in my hands. And as far as comparing myself to him right now, uh, like I said, I'm just going to keep working on myself to be a, you know, a guy that is, you know, more yak after the catch. Is that a part of your game you can work on? The yak? Yeah. Yes, sir. What, what kinds of things do you do? Uh, to work on the yak? Yeah, just uh, do it. <laughs> I mean, you'll be surprised. Every time somebody got the ball or don't have the ball on the field, we saying finish. So if I got the ball, <clears throat> I'm making a move on the defender. And whether it looks like he made the tackle or not, I'm acting like he didn't make the tackle and I'm finishing down the field. You had a chance to show off that yak last the, one. Uh, against the, the Cardinals. How good did that feel to get out in the open field? Uh, it felt really good. Uh, kind of made the move real fast on that safety just because I knew there was a couple big guys coming behind me. <laughs> Honestly, I can't tell you what it's going to be like. Uh, it's going to be surreal, but I'm excited to be able to get in front of the fans and step on the field for the first time at Arrowhead. Thank you, guys. Cool. Thank you. Appreciate you. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, it was it was pretty hot, but it's it's good work. All work is good work. So um, glad we talked today, and glad we had uh, glad we improved today. Are there things you learned from your first couple of games that you can apply, that they're tangible things you can use to help you out um, this season? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, obviously, playing eight, my first game is uh, in the forefront. Um, it's different from K-State. We were just in the three. And also, just the pace of it is different. And, um, and there's still a lot of improvement I need to do for me to be, uh, obviously, a pretty good rusher. So, um, yeah, last the last two games were... Definitely something I really needed. Are, you, um, are there specific things you're working on to get ready for the season? Um, basically, like I said, really just um, playing faster, knowing what I footwork and everything like that. The basic things, um, just to improve, just to stack on to so I can be better. What have the last two weeks been like for you, just development wise? Um, development wise, um, I still got ways to go. Um, I got a little bit better. I got the hang of things, uh, but obviously it's just preseason, so. Um, but it was a good work just to uh, have me go out there, play against real people, play against uh, NFL people uh, that are different than my teammates. So, so yeah. What have you been able to take away from George uh, in particular, both on the field and, and in the meeting room? Um, in the meeting room, he was basically like, he sees things that he also made mistakes in when he was a rookie. So he is just basically passing down uh, basic, basic advice from what he uh, learned last year to this year. Oh yeah, it's it's pretty noticeable, and it's just um, it's something that obviously I gotta um, not obviously improve of or just be ready for the next not next but like the next game and stuff like that. So it's it's very noticeable, but it's it's a challenge I'm willing to take, and it's a challenge that um, it's this it's NFL now, so it's uh, it's what I'm gonna have to deal with. So throughout my NFL career. Yeah, it's going to be special for me, but uh, obviously I'd, I don't want to dwell too much into that. I need to focus on what I need to do for this game, what I need to prove on what happened for the last game to this game. So it's, it's definitely going to be special, but at the same time, it's, there's stuff I need to do and improve so I can be able to be ready to try to play it with Detroit. How many uh, friends and Uh, it's quite a few. I don't really know a number off the top of my head. So, yeah. Felix, have your expectations for yourself for your rookie season changed at all one way or the other since camp started? Uh, for me, obviously, I, I don't really have expectations. The only thing I, for me personally, is just to get better every day, to be the best person I can be. There's not expectations. Uh, if I do that, I feel like um, the sky's the limit. So, yeah. Coming in every year, it's always tough for rookies, but you know, you had the additional, you know, not getting out of the on the OTAs a lot because of the hand injury. Do you feel like there was a lot of catch up that you had to do? Did you feel a little bit of pressure to try and, and keep the get to speed faster? Maybe you need to? Um, there's quite a bit of catch up, but at the same time, um, I trust my coaches to put me in the best uh, place possible. So as long as I do, do what I need uh, to do or what they told me to do, um, I feel like I can be ready to be uh, up to speed. So, yeah. Um, he he's he's very good coach. Um, just bottom line, just uh, being tough on me. Just obviously rookie, you need to be tough on a rookie because everything's not set in stone uh, right when you walk on the field. So just being tough on me, teaching me the things, uh, how to be a, become a good pass rusher, how to play technique right, how to do things NFL like 
they, like people in the NFL way, like not the NFL way, people in the NFL are, like do, and especially the years he had in the NFL. So there's a lot of teaching that he can uh, bestow on me. He doesn't need a break. You guys tired still? Yes. I can only imagine, but how does this compare to what it's like in St. Joe, Danny? Indoor? Just uh-huh. today's practice? Yeah. It's way harder than St. Joe's. You know, we had just so many bodies inside. We're not getting any breeze. Um, and I hate the turf, so. Yeah, it looked like you slimmed down since, since last year. Like, how much weight did you lose, and how did you accomplish that? From this time last year, I was probably like upper 50s. All right, so right now I'm about 12, 12 pounds under, so that's a little bit. What um, did you do to it? I did. So I used I used to do like intermittent fasting, um, but then I got like stuck, wasn't working anymore. So I did uh, carb cycling in uh, March in OTAs, and, and worked worked like magic for me. Um, yeah, energy's been great, uh, feel great, you know, joints feel great, and everything. Can you describe what that is? So carb cycle is like. Um, I'll have four days. At the start of the week, I have um, basically low to no carbs, but I can have um, like protein and fat. Um, and then three days, the last three days of the week, I can have higher carbs. Um, so it kind of like tricks your body into you know, actually depending on um, – like the fat and everything um, to burn that instead of your carbs. Um, are you using the fat as the carbs, basically? But, yeah. What was the play against the Saints where you kind of took off and jumped for a guy? Yeah, I guess, are you feeling some of this? And is that kind of an indication that you're feeling more? Yeah, that was like the old Danny. <laughs> like, uh, back in the day, I used to be flying everywhere. Um, but yeah, it just felt great being out there. Uh, running with the guys, you know, we had a great group of guys, young guys, everybody's competitive. This, I was telling Coach uh, Cullen, like, during training camp, like, I was impressed with just how everybody came, prepared in, during training camp, and, um, and just up the competition level. So, uh, yeah, being out there, it was, it was fun to just compete with everybody. You mentioned the young guys, you know, especially without Chris here. I mean, you're the, you're the veteran. Do you feel like that? Do you feel like a lot of the guys are looking to you and leaning on you? Not at all. Um, I mean, I, I'm obviously obviously uh, more experienced than a lot of the guys, and uh, so I'm you know, just sharing the knowledge that I got from older guys that I played with, um, and just keeping keeping their their heads in the game because uh, it's really tough, uh, especially during this time when. Uh, we get close to decision making and uh, just trying to get everybody to you know, be at ease and be able to play your game. Um, so that's that's probably like the the fun part of being the older guy. Um, you get to remind guys that you know, it's not always you know just tough training camp mode. Like you 
you have to just grind it out and make it through it, and then it, it gets better. Danny, what would it mean to you, considering where you started last year, basically early into camp, getting a full year into the system, what would it mean to you if you do make the roster this year? I mean, everything, you know. Um, I go in, my mindset is, uh, you know, not, not to make this team, but to be on the field. Um, I want to win my third ring. And in order to do that, I need to be on the field and I need to contribute. Um, I'm saying that, you know, being on practice squad last year, I didn't contribute, but uh, that's not the lifestyle I want to live. You know, I came into the league wanting to play the game that I love and um, being, you know, on the side last year kind of re-motivated me. Um, even, you know, the Super Bowl and everything, it, it re-motivated me to, uh, you know, just get back into it, get back in shape and, um that was my goal coming to training camp. Just, you know, be locked in. I'm, I'm ready to win my third ring. And that's here or wherever I go. You know, I, obviously, I love being here. Um, and uh, that would mean the world, you know, to stay here and have the family come out. What was it like being Super Bowl last year? Um, it, was, it was crazy. I, I chose to sit in the stands with my family. Um, so it was my first Super Bowl ever going to uh, and watching as a fan um, and it was just it was awesome because I was able to experience it with my kids uh, you know four and two years old and um, and they slept during the game and slept during the confetti and everything but uh, it was just amazing as a father to be able to experience that with my kids uh, I don't think we ever get that opportunity um, and you know to be able to be a part of it, contribute to you know, winning and everything, um, it meant the world. The motivating too. Of course, yeah. Just motivated um, from the get-go. Really, when we made it to the to Arizona, and you know, realizing that I'm most likely not going to be up, um, it just re-motivated me. I, I got to be on this field next time. I need to be sharing this moment with my my guys and. Um, yeah, just looking from the stands down, I could see that, you know, it was amazing for those guys to experience that, too. A couple more. Connor, thanks, Danny. Thanks, Danny. Go Chiefs. Thanks, Danny.